0: To this entertainment from the Five Seven Three podcast, I'm your host for this edition of the show. Ryan McDaniel also be back talking to you guys, talking about some of the stories going on in the world of entertainment, a lot of the movie stuff going on in the world of entertainment. And this is just gonna be a solo show. I'm gonna gonna be doing this one by myself. There's been a lot of things that have come up in the last few days regarding movies, all this good stuff. So let's get right onto Before we do. Thanks to Anchor for sponsoring this episode, as they always do, and as they always do on the Views podcast as well. Be sure to go check that one out as well. we got a new episode, but that one talked a little bit about the Astros and the All-Star game, some of the NFL quarterbacks, where they might go, and so on. So go check that one on Apple, Spotify, where you guys get your podcasts. Be sure to go get the notifications for those for that podcast on either one of those platforms, and be up to speed on the latest that we're doing on both these channels so let's get right on into the entertainment world let's talk about the box office real quick we had a box office opener with sonic the hedgehog i still haven't seen it to my knowledge neither matt nor peter have seen it though we talked about wanting to see this and right now it has performed really really well of course it's president's day uh on monday so we had a four-day weekend here And right now, it's looked like Sonic the Hedgehog has really surpassed expectations for a video, especially a video game movie. Broke the record for a video game opening, getting sixty-eight million during a four-day holiday debut, estimated sixty-eight million. Right now, from February fourteenth, February through February sixteenth, Box Office Mojo has had fifty-eight million. So it is doing really. Really well, it's racing past all the others: a box office clean versus *Prey*, *Fantasy Island*, *The Photograph*, and *Bad Boys for Life*. Still going strong as well, so it's moving along pretty well for *Sonic the Hedgehog*. And from what I've heard, it's kind of like the *Detective Pikachu* movie from my perspective. If you like *Sonic*, uh, if you're familiar with that, if you like to have fun, if you're entertained by the stuff. That you will have a blast with this one easily and i cannot wait to go and check out this movie see what it's all about i've heard good things i've heard jim carrey is really good in this one that he's really funny in this one hopefully he is hopefully this one is good and if it's uh the same thing as i saw with Planet pikachu i'll be pretty well pleased i quite enjoyed to pikachu i want to check it out again here pretty soon but if it's like that it's doing good and good on this for Doing what it's doing at the box office, again, race, it raises the record video game opening. and With video game movies, it's very hard to get them right and very hard to get what you want the plot of it to be. Normally, with video game movies, you don't take the plot of one of the video games in seriously series, like, say, Assassin's Creed, uh, one of the Uncharted games. That is supposedly going to be happening here soon. Tom Holmes said it's the best recent script he's read as the best one ever of course he's going to say he's not going to say anything bad about it but I mean he's worked with the Avengers movies and Marvel movies so he might know a little bit more and think it's really good but anyway with the old game movies it's hard to pinpoint and get them exactly right and it's hard to make money on on them and right now it's looking like Sonic is doing a very good job of course if you remember the reaction we had to the first trailer was oh this design for Sonic is terrible What's going on here? <laughs> what What is Paramount thinking here? But, you know, they saw the reaction. They said, all right, we're, we're listening to you guys, and we're going to go back to the drawing board, get this figured out. Leave the original opening day was sometime in November. Push it back to Valentine's Day, Valentine's day Presidents' Day uh, weekend. And now it's looking really good. If it was put in November, it would have had trouble. It probably would have been a flop looking at it right now, it's looking really good. It looks like they they knew what they wanted to do. Maybe this was employed by Paramount to, you know, who knows. But looking at it, great debut for Sonic d- doing what this movie has. We'll see how what it does the second weekend. That's the really big sign is what happens that second weekend, how much of a drop-off is there. Um, I know you got 20th Century Studios call of the wild we'll see how that does and it can be against sonic but uh i expect sonic to do well again for a second weekend here uh, again let's we'll just see how that second weekend drop off is all right guys moving on to next thing that we'll talk about one thing that's been of course you know 20th century Studios is that that's a new studio name that disney getting Fox that they've come up with and one of the things that of course Disney got in this big merger is a lot of the Marvel stuff Fantastic Four X-Men well so Jonathan he's got a movie coming out Quiet Place Part 2 I'm really excited for this one love the first one a couple years back he's he's direct he's directed this one he directed the first The Quiet Place and he's directed a couple. Other little films out there. And so, of course, he's making the rounds right now. He's talking about all the all stuff going into making this one. He's, if you know what happened in Quiet Place 1, uh, then, then you'll know why he's not as big of a part in this one. But, he's going around, he's talking about it, he's doing all these interviews. And one of the favorite fan castings in recent memory has been him and his wife Emily Blunt as Reed Richardson, Susan Scorn, otherwise known as Mr. Fantastic and The Invisible Woman. Of course, she has done a couple of Disney movies here recently. She did Mary Poppins. She's doing the Jonah Cruz movie that's coming out later this year with The Rock. So she's in very tight with Disney. I believe she's been rumored for a couple Marvel roles before. I think Catch a Marvel, maybe. I think I didn't know for sure Black Widow was one. Of course, I uh, she didn't end up those roles, but that's been one of the favorite fan castings, and I I can see why. Those two are actually married. Those two are married in real life. Disney is all about the family feel. They have a ni- they have a nice family with themselves, with with their two daughters, and Marvel is all about family, and the Fantastic Four is the first family. Of, I guess comics. Really, it in comics in general, Marvel, DC, whatever you want to call it, they are the first family. But if you want to be specific, first family of Marvel comics. And so, he's. It's been brought up to. It's been brought up to him before about you know people really want him to be Mister Fantastic and Krasinski. One of the things that's well known about him trying to get into Marvel is that he was and he was auditioning, be Captain America. Of course, that goes on to Chris Evans, and I kind of got a laugh with that Super Bowl commercial with the Bostonians and cars and all this stuff, and he and Chris Evans are in that one. I kind of get a little, a little bit of a laugh there, you know, cap, with Chris Evans just finishing up, his run is camp for now, and uh, Krasinski, who could have been Cap, I, I like that part, and that's funny, uh, you know, coincidences and how that plays out. But, this is, it's been brought up to him again, of course, making interview rounds. And he he just had a quote here that really is interesting. And now the talk is kind of picking back up again about him being Mr. Fantastic. He says, quote, I'd, I would love to be in the Marvel Universe. I love these movies because they're fun, but I also think they're really well done. And certainly a lot of my friends are in those movies. I have no idea what Marvel are thinking. But if they're considering me for Mr. Fantastic, see, so he gets specific there with that specific character. He continued to consider me because I would love it, end quote. So there, he specifically name drops Mr. Fantastic right there. And I think those two, uh, listen, we all like to do the fan casting bits. This, again, this might be the favorite and best fan casting that's been out there for a long time. But of course, any actor would say they want to go act in a movie. You know, an actor who is free, who's, who makes her living off of being an actor, wants a job. Big whoop. Of course, you expect somebody to say that. Uh, one person who says they don't, who says they want to work, would say, "Yeah, I'd love to do something." Uh, are you really surprised at that? Of course, they want to do something. They want to work. They want to get paid. That's what they want to do. They make their living off that. Of course, they'll say, they say that. But he's made comments like this before, where he's brought this up. And I have to say, I love. I would love this. We, I believe, we've talked about this, some a few sometimes on the on past entertainment episodes, talked about it, this possibility. If this works out again, Emily want, does have an end with Disney doing a couple movies, Joan Cruise and Mary Poppins. And Krasinski, who, I'm not saying he could. He maybe could even direct it. But it's possible. He's done a couple other small stuff, directed a couple other small films. He's done A Quiet Place. That was a big-time hit. He directed that one, starred in it as well. And then you have him directing A Quiet Place 2. So I have to wait to see how that is. But you have to think that there could be a possibility there. Marvel does look at more indie type of directors. And that may be possible. I think if they bring them on, that is perfect casting. That brings a lot of energy. A lot of people in Marvel will, that are fans of the movies will get excited. We don't even really know when a Fantastic Four movie is going to come out. It could come out five years from now. We don't really know. And if this is fan casting, it does work out. And again, the place X actor to X role. Well, of course, the actor is going to take the one job. but. I think this could really work out really well. It would be really exciting for Marvel fans, for both of them, for their family. I think it would be really exciting casting if they end up going this route. You know, Feige could go in a different direction. You could have the fan base not like who he ends up, winning, uh, who he ends up getting. So there's a problem there. But I really like this fan casting as well. If it does end up happening... I am 100% on board. The family dynamic is there. Of course, you got they're already married. And so, that should be easy. And he got them playing the first family of Marvel Comics. And see the Fantastic Four portrayed on screen, possibly well by Marvel, and considering we've got four duds of the first family, it brings a lot of excitement. If this turns out to be true, he keeps on talking about it. There may be something here. But if it does end up happening, I would genuinely be excited. I know a lot of people, I think a lot of people tomorrow would be ecstatic if this ended up happening, regardless of when it's happening. Again, that could be key thing. Do they want to go younger like the previous Fantastic Four did with Fox where they decide to go younger? Or do they want to keep them like they are, you know, with Reed Richards having a little gray on the sides, you know, stuff like that? Who knows? But if this does happen I would be 100% on board with it. I, and I think he I think he's generally interested in doing it. Again, He's had a, he almost had a chance to play Captain America. And from what I believe, I've heard about Emily Blunt. She's had a chance to be in this universe as well. Maybe she's all, just been all about timing. And maybe this is the right timing. And it feels right for them, for Feige, for everybody in Marvel. Maybe the timing's right. Who knows? All right, moving on to this other bit of news. We got James Bond, No Time to Die coming out here really soon, and less than a couple months. I'm really hyped for this film. I like James Bond. I didn't like Spectre as much as I, lo- I like Skyfall. Skyfall I really really like. The theme by Adele is amazing, and we just had the theme for No Time to Die from Billie Eilish. And I know there's a lot of back, uh, there's a lot of people saying like, why, why do we have this 18 year old doing the theme for? james bond probably doesn't even know who james bond is but regardless nonetheless we got the theme out there i actually kind of like the theme i i like it and here's the thing about a theme it does set the tone for a movie especially for a james bond movie you got the cold opening you got an opening scene then you got the the theme and you got the graphics to go along with the theme and kind of like the story in general and then you get into the movie if the theme, I think, I've heard some people say they don't like the theme, but if the theme kind of resonates throughout the movie, I think you can see more people get on board with this thing and thinking they like it. I like it. I know my family was kind of in the same boat as some people on the internet, like, why is she doing this? They took a listen to it. They ended up liking it. I like how the, some of the Bond elements that you expect, you, you know, so how you expect some Bond music to be incorporated into some music, but I gotta say, I like it, I, I didn't know what to expect from her, and I, I don't really listen to her music, so I don't know what to expect, I've heard some people say this is a good Billie Eilish song, but not a good James Bond song, but We'll have to wait and see. Again, the movie's coming out in less than two months. So we'll be able to finally see her theme and how that's going to play out after the cold open with all the fantastic stuff they do with their graphics. And kind of telling us the telling us story through those graphics of what might play out during the movie. I'm so excited for this. And uh, it, hearing the scene just got me a little bit more hyped up for it. It's kind of got me reminded, oh, hey, it's coming up here pretty soon. I get a little bit more hyped up for it, and I can't wait to see this film, No Time to Die. I'm really excited. I can't wait. Final thing on this entertainment episode, Matt Reeves. Well, well, well. This guy drops a little teaser on uh, everybody on Thursday night of his first look at, with Robert Pattinson as the Batman. And we get the reveal soon. We get the score. Uh, what? We think might be some of the score that we'll hear throughout this movie. And we get this kind of black and red. We get this kind of silhouette of Batman in there as well. And we get a first look at our Pats in the suit. And I like it. Of course, one of the things that really people bring up after seeing this little teaser from Reeves is the bat symbol. And how that's set up, and how the suit uh, looks. A lot of people said, "Hey, this kind of looks like what the Arkham origins or or, or the Arkham game suits kind of look like." And I have to agree. They look. There's some similarities there that you can see from the Arkham suits to this suit right here. Now, whether that's whether these Arkham games are going to have impact on this on the Batman and maybe other potential sequels remains to be seen but one of the key things that's been brought up is a symbol and how it looks a little bit different than how or than other batman symbols that we've seen before of course with ben affleck's batman you got the fat bat logo this one is really different and there's a there's some uh canon that goes along with this theory is that The bat symbol is made out of the metal from the gun that killed Bruce Wayne's parents, Joe Chill's gun. And I have to say, if that's the case, first of all, it's it's something I'd expect Batman to do. If that's the case, that is really hardcore and nothing that we've ever seen related to Batman before. I think it would be a really interesting decision. From Matt Reeves to go that route, if he does, that is really hardcore. And that kind of means, sense. like what this Batman's going to be like, is that he's using the thing that basically made him what he, uh, what he is and has that as his symbol. It could maybe can end up being a thing where he could use it as a battering every once in a while. Who knows? But I know a lot of people have talked about the cake and the collar. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a bit iffy. And then we have the cow. Pattinson actually under the mask. I know some people have brought out with the nose. It's kind of like an Adam West feature with this suit. Where you can kind of see the nose. I love it. Pattinson's jawline is built for the bat cow. You can really tell. It looks like it would be hard to punch him. And I tell you what. This has got me even more excited on board. They're starting to... Shoot a little bit more, it seems like they might be shooting a little bit more outside, given that Reeves put this teaser out. They might be saying, Hey, it, you know you know there are probably gonna be some people that are gonna try to sneak some shots in while we're on location filming so it give me a little test footage of what Hanson looks like in this version of the Batman suit. I gotta tell you what guys, I love it. I'm really excited about it. I was already excited about you know what the casting choices that they've made who they're getting into this film some of the crew that's going to be working on this film some really high level talented people and this has just increased my excitement of course you know the suit could be amazing but the story could be crap that we've seen that play out before but if the suit's good and the story is good then it's going to be even sweeter for it to all work out and see this all play out so that being said i love this if you Maybe you guys didn't. Maybe, maybe you guys have some nitpicks. My nitpick is probably the collar. I'm still I'm iffy on that. But we'll have to see how it plays out. How athletic Panson looks in the bat suit. If the Batman suit is going to be athletic in this version of the Batman. So we'll have to wait and see until summer 2021 to see how this all unfolds on screen. And get a look at it for ourselves. All right, guys, so that's all I really want to talk about on this version of the Entertainment from the 573 podcast. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. We had a few stuff there that just came out here the last few weeks. Take a look at the box office. So get through all this stuff and talk about some of this. And hopefully you guys have some thoughts on this one as well. Again, thanks to Anchor for sponsoring this episode as they do all entertainment episodes. And use episodes. Be sure to go to Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, whichever platform you prefer. Go check us out there. Go subscribe. Keep up with all the latest podcasts and all the latest things that we do on both these channels. That being said, I've been your host, Ryan McDaniel. It's been awesome talking to you guys about all this stuff. Hopefully, we'll be back here soon to talk more about all that's going on in the world of entertainment. That'll do it for us this time. Talk to you soon.